0: We are on Daf Nunhei, Amud Aleph, uh, about uh, nearly halfway down the page, a bit, a bit less than halfway down. Um, we're going to be discussing another list um, of, uh, that was given by Rav Yehuda. It says like this: Va'amar Rav Yehuda, Rav. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, Shloshit Shechim Three things require Hashem's mercy. Now everything requires Hashem's mercy, but these specific things um, um you must appeal very much to Hashem um for the mercy. Why is that? Um and why these three things? Um because these things uh, require Hashem's direct intervention to intercede, whereas other things um lesser um Melech Tov, a good king, Shana tova, a good year, Vachalom Tov, and a good dream. What are the sources? Melech Tov a good king, as is written, ma'im Lev Melech Hashem, that like streams of water is the heart of a king in the hands of Hashem. So you see that Hashem is very much influential according to the Pasuk uh, regarding a king. Shana Tov a good year, that the eyes of Hashem are constantly upon it, the land of Israel, from the beginning of the year until the end of the year. Uh, So therefore you see that Hashem has particular focus on the blessings and the produce uh, produced by that land, (coughs) which would affect um, a good year. Chalom tov, dream and a good dream, as it says, "V'tachli meini May you make me dream and give me life. laugh. So that word, "V'tachli um, meini," which is uh, normally translated as "You can strengthen," may you strengthen me. Now uh, we learn here, chalom, that uh, may may Hashem you or specifically, may Hashem make me dream and give me a good laugh and a uh, related saying ammar amari johnn schleichd <coughs> war machriz allayhem karesh barukh ba'tsmai and that list of three things three things that Hashem himself proclaims veiluhayni zo them raab a famine the soeva and plenty of fairness to and a good leader these are connected um uh, to the to some of the things that we have to, to ask Hashem directly for. Let's see some sources. Rav uh, a famine. How do we know that Hashem uh, specifically compla- uh, proclaims himself about these things? Ki karah Hashem Rav says that Hashem has called for the famine. Soi um, v'dechdev, a year of plen- uh, plenty. V'karati eladagan v'rbaiti oto says, that, I will call for the grain and increase it. You see, Hashem himself calls for it. A, uh, a good leader, as the Pasuk says, Hashem says, I have called by name Bezalo. Hashem himself appointed B'Tzalo to supervise the construction of the Mishkan. It's a, a good Parnes, a good leader. Okay, so another statement regarding the appointment of B'Tzallow Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Ein One must not appoint a leader of a community ele imkain nimlachim until you, unless you've consulted with the Tzibur it's quite amazing that even here in the context of Hashem He Himself appointed B'Tzallow but it seems it was still consulted with to, um, with the people and I guess one reason is is because we want the people to be willing and accepting of the rule of the paradise and if they've had nothing to do with it um, then they'll feel disenfranchised and be less supportive Shnei as the passage says <coughs> See, Hashem has called the name of B'Tzalau and you see from here that Moshe is saying to the people See, Hashem has uh, proclaimed the by name B'Tzalau to lead Amal HaKadosh baruchu Moshe Hashem said to Moshe Moshe Hogunaleha Bitzaloh, is do you consider Bitzalo worthy uh, on you? Amaloi, he Moshe said, im Imlafaneha Agunafana Lokosh. And if he's fitting to you, Hashem, how much more so? Obviously, certainly he's fitting for me. Amaloy, so Hashem said to Moshe, Afopikain emorlahim. Nevertheless, go and ask the Jewish people uh, if he's fitting to them. Halach the Amalemni Moshe went uh, and asked the Jewish people, Hagun Bitzalo, is B'Tzallahu a worthy leader for you. And if before you and, and, if before Hashem and you, he's fitting, then certainly he's fitting to us. Um, and after that, that language of ru, once we were willing to support B'Tzallahu, then it was more, He'd be a stronger leader for us. Um Amarab, Bar Barnachmani, Amari yonason betzalel why was he called betzalel What does it mean? betzalel el in the shade of Hashem. Al Shem He was called this on account of his great wisdom. And where do we see this? When Hashem said to Moshe Leiche loy l'betzaloh aseli mishkan aroin v'kelim Go and tell B'Tzaloh To make a mishkan Which is the building, so to speak The aron, the ark, the v'kelim And its vessels Halach moyshe Moyshe went v'hafach And he changed the order Question why he changed the order And didn't do what Hashem said Maybe he was testing B'Tzaloh V'amor loy and he said to Betzalel, "I say, Aaron, Mishkan. You should make an ark, the vessels, and the tabernacle which houses all the vessels." Amaloi Betzalel said to him, "Moshe Rabbeinu, Mosha teacher, min halgoi shelolam is the way of the world. Adam banebei baid v'achak kach machnisro techo kalim. That a person, the way of the world, is a person builds a house, and afterwards he puts into that house the vessels. V'atao emir asayli Aaron bekarei m'mishkan. But you." You say, do for me the Aaron, make the Aaron first and the vessels in the Mishkan. Once I've done the vessels, where should I put them? Maybe Hashem said it to you the other way around. I say Mishkan Aaron the that you should first make the Mishkan, the building, and then the vessels inside it. Perhaps you in the shadow of God and that is how you knew this, meaning somehow you have, uh, uh, you, you almost, I guess, were you heard, so to speak, when Hashem commanded me the other way, in the shadow, like hidden there almost, um, that's how I'm understanding it, but it means that you have the, the shadow, the influence, the, uh, the covering of Hashem, um, and that allowed you with this great wisdom you're right, you should build the Mishkan first, and that's exactly what Hashem commanded uh, me to tell you. Okay, another example of Batsalo's wisdom. Uh, again, Batsalo was the one that managed the process of building the Mishkan. <speaking in> Betzalel <Hebrew> uh, knew how to join the letters through which the heaven and the earth were created. <clears throat> and I guess that. Means that he was very good at creating things, um, and that's what Hashem did. He used letters, putting them together, and uh, and and put them together and built, created things. Now, none no man can but sell, can uh, create things, um, but but the Mishkan is Hashem's place in in this world, um, and he was able. It says, "Yeah, um, that uh, through constructing the Mishkan." He was able to join, uh, he was co- able to combine attributes of both heaven and earth. Hashem is the one that made the heavens, and B'Tselah was able to bring that down to the earth. K'Tiv Hach, it's written here, He filled, filled him with godly spirit and wisdom and with understanding, with knowledge. Um Hattam, and it's written there, Hashem, b'chokhma, Yasad Aretz, Koinen Shemaim B'Tvuna. Hashem founded the earth with wisdom, Chochmah, and He established the heavens with B'Tvuna, understanding. Kativ Nivko, that through His knowledge the depths were cleaved. So you see that B'tzalo was endowed with attributes uh, that were used to create the world: Chokma, uh, dat and Bina. Chokma, Bina, and dat just as it says that Hashem uh, filled the world with Chokhmah, Utvuna, Uvadat, and Mitzalah was also endowed with these attributes. And why? Because um, the, the world, the Mishkan, is a miniature world. And uh, so the, the world was created by Hashem. And by B'zalo, he built building the Mishkan, he's basically building a miniature world. And that's why in Hilchot Shabbos, that we learn out that what did Hashem do? He stopped building the world, so to speak. Um, And therefore, similarly, we stop building the Mishkan, which is our world. Uh, And so just as Hashem rested and stopped building the world, we also um, cease from building the Mishkan. Um, Another teaching about wisdom, Chochmah. Hashem only gives wisdom to a person who has wisdom. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who know understanding. Um, now, why would Hashem, how would it help to give Hashem wisdom to somebody who's very wise? How do you get wisdom in the first place? And the Nefesh HaKhaim explains that the initial wisdom um, is actually fear of Hashem. Yirat Shemaim. And that's what the, the pastor can tell him. It says, The beginning of Chokmah is Hashem. So that's in your hands to fear Hashem. And once you've got fear Hashem, then Hashem adds to that by giving you wisdom. Shma Rav Takhlifa Bar Marova Rav Takhlifa Bar Marova Heard uh, the statement that was just said, Va kamed rabbi And he said it before Rabbi Amalai, Rabbi he said to him, Atun mehatam you learn it from there. Uh, from Anan, we actually learn it from here. And in the heart of every wise person, I've placed wisdom. So you see here that wisdom was already there, and Hashem places wisdom in such a heart. Um, okay, now we're going to uh, continue the discussion, a discussion about dreams. The Gemara is going to continue with this for uh, some time. I'm a at least uh, this, this the rest of the stuff is dedicated to this topic. Rav uh, Chista, said that um, let it, let one dream about anything, but not a dream of fasting. Mustn't he? It's a bad omen to dream that you are fasting, that you are depriving yourself of food. That's one explanation. Another explanation is that if any, dreams have meaning, but not if they come from, uh, if they dreamt on a fast day. Because a person who's sleeping on a fast day, who's deprived and hungry, um, so their their sleep is uncomfortable and uh, they're dreaming about difficult things because they are in a difficult situation. And similarly, you can extrapolate from this that if you've had a hard day or a lot is is on your mind um, in distressing situations, um, having a dream about distressing situations is not actually meaningful. It's not like a portent for something bad, because it's just that this was your type of uh, mood before you went to sleep. A dream that hasn't been interpreted it's like a letter that hasn't been read. So the what really and we we'll later, what really affects the, the 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 effect of the dream or the understanding of the dream is by is by interpreting it. If you haven't interpreted it, then it's it's really it's not effective. a positive dream is not destined to be fulfilled in its entirety. And not a, a bad dream is also not meant to be fulfilled in its entirety, meaning there are always going to be aspects of a dream that are meaningless. A negative dream is better than a positive dream, because once a person sees a negative dream, they are uh, moved to improve your ways, because they have some type of fear or concern, and that hopefully will improve one's character traits and behavior regarding a negative dream the uh, the the uncomfortableness the sadness uh, that suffices for it meaning if it's there to punish a person from the discomfort of the dream or it's an omen um, for something bad that's going to happen um so the mere discomfort uh, the lack of enjoyment and and the 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 uncomfortableness of that, of having that dream, that in a sense is, is a fulfillment of a punishment that the dream is meant to bring. So you don't actually need the dream to be fulfilled, just the experience of the dream uh, remove, makes one improve one's ways and removes the punishment. Uh, so, same thing with the positive dream. Same thing with the positive dream, um, the good and the enjoyment that one gets from the, top of the positive dream, also, kind of suffices for it and fulfills the uses the dream, the experience of the dream as a as a reward um, for for uh, for the actions. <speaking in Hebrew> so even for me, Rav Yosef, who was who was blind, when he dreams a positive dream. It's nullified by its joy, meaning it's, it's, uh, the, the, the good news that it brings It not taken very seriously because the pleasure that he gets from it uh, is, is, satisfies, or so to speak, rewards him uh, uh, because he enjoyed the dream. Um, continuing this discussion of Rav regarding dreams. If a negative dream is worse than a lashings. That's more uncomfortable and painful. And God has acted thus, so that, God, that man stands in fear for him, in fear of him. So that's what a person does after feeling a sense of trepidation in his dream. He stands in fear of Hashem. This refers to a bad dream. It says that a prophet who is with him, as a dream, and he tells his dream, but one with my word, word truth, speaks my word of truth, It's the psukimah comparing a false prophet, who really just, you know, is dreaming, and, and says over a dream, so it doesn't have meaning, compared to a prophet who speaks the truth, um, how can the chaff compare to the wheat, so the the chaff is the, what's the husks of the, of the wheat kernels that gets blown away with the winnowing. And obviously that's secondary compared to the wheat. So how can you... So yir I think it is, uh, in this prophecy, he's saying, how can you believe the false prophets? They're just dreaming compared to what I'm telling you as a real prophet. And that is that uh, in that context... The false prophets were saying that everything's going to be alright, the temple won't be destroyed, and Yermiao was warning them. So he's saying, How can you compare the chaff, the secondary, um, uh, non real thing, even though it's part of the wheat, nevertheless it's chaff, it's meaningless, it's secondary, it's to throw away, and that's the the prophecy of the false prophets compared to the real prophecy, which is compared to wheat. Now we're going to understand it regarding dreams, because he calls the, the false prophets dreaming. What's the connection between uh, te, uh, chaff and uh, wheat uh, regarding dreams? Just as it's impossible for uh, chaff to be, uh, for wheat to be without chaff mixed into it, um, uh, so, too, it's impossible that a dream, which is compared to the wheat, doesn't have chaff, which is the secondary part, the, the outer kernel of the wheat. Um, that, uh, that is, uh, that, uh, just as the two always somehow come together, uh, but uh, the chaff is secondary and meaningless, so, too, with a dream, you have the proper part of the dream, and the, sec- the outside is the, the chaff. Um, a dream that uh, foretells a future event, even though part of it may be fulfilled. The whole thing won't be fulfilled. Again, similar idea that some of the dream is not real. And Alan, where do we know this is true? Yosef, from the, the ultimate dream, as we will see, we will learn a lot from his dreams as the passage says, by Yosef, the sun and the moon, and it's referring to Yosef's dreams, where he describes his parents as the sun and the moon, and the 11 stars are his brothers, and obviously, that couldn't have been real, it couldn't have, it couldn't have uh, been fulfilled, because his mother had already passed away, so even by the dream of Yosef, some of it was uh, meaningless, uh, and at that time, his mother was no longer alive. Continuing with another principle from Yosef's dreams, I'm You can wait 22 years for your dream to come true, for it to be fulfilled. Where do we know this? Yosef, because of Yosef. Yosef, when he first had his dream when he was 17 years old, 22 years later, his dream came true. How do we know this? the It says, These are generations of yakov. Of Yosef Yosef was seventeen years old when he had the dream foretelling that his family would bow down to him. And it's written that when he was thirty, that's when he first appeared before Pharaoh. That's thirteen years later. Min shavseray atlotin kamehavi from seventeen until thirty. How much is this? It's thirteen years and the the years the seven years of plenty um, that Yosef uh, uh, foretold would happen the the and two years of the famine and all in all there was nine years and uh, of this of the of the of when Yosef became the leader of egypt so you got uh, from 17 to 30 which is uh, 12 uh, which is 13 and then plus 9 years of the fam- uh, the the plant years of planting years of famine so 9 plus, uh, 13 plus 7 13 plus 9 is uh, 22 okay so you see that it takes time for that dream to come true amar ladam marim a positive dream is not shown to a good person meaning a person doesn't realize he's having good dreams, because uh, having good dreams makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel fortunate, which is good, but sometimes it also can make you complacent. You don't, you don't get moved to improve your ways. And a negative person, uh, you don't, Hashem doesn't show him bad dreams, because bad dreams would make him want to improve, um, or uh, it would t- take away some of, uh, it would it would take away some of his, uh, it would punish him in this world, and therefore take away some of his punishment in the next world. And we don't want to do that when it comes to evil people. Uh, Tanya, Namihaki There's mean, a writer that corroborates this. All the years of David, who was at tzaddik, lo ra, tov. He didn't see a good dream. And the years of Chetovel, who was known as a Russian evil person, lo ra, ra. He didn't see. A good, a bad dream. Achitovah was David's advisor. Um, the but is this true that a, a tzaddik doesn't see good dreams? Vaktiv isn't return. to une that when it comes to a righteous person, no evil will be for you. It says une And what do we understand this as? that uh, neither bad dreams or bad thoughts will come to a good person. Uh, so you see from here that, uh, that uh, uh, he won't have bad dreams. And we said a person who's good gets bad dreams. And this blemish, this plague will not come into your tent. That uh, What does this mean? Your tent is compared to your, your wife and no plague will, will come near to your tent that your wife when you're, on tra- when you're traveling that you're coming along the way. So you, you're on the journey, the husband comes home and uh, his, he doesn't find uh, his wife that is Tahora uh, is pure and he doesn't find a wife that's definitely Timaeah He finds a wife in the middle. She's got a Suffolk knitter. She's unclear whether she's a knitter or not. So they can't be together. And why is this particularly hard uh, to deal with? Is because if you know with clarity she's either Torah or she's Tomei, then you know what you're dealing with. But if she's Suffolk, then your Yetzirah starts working with you. Um, uh, When you know something's forbidden, then it's fine. If you're unsure whether it's forbidden, that it's a harder Yetzirah to get through. But nevertheless, uh, you see here, that um, a righteous person will not have bad dreams. So what does it mean he won't have bad dreams? He won't have bad dreams. Somebody else, he won't see the bad dreams. But other people may see bad dreams, uh, they may experience negative dreams about him, but nevertheless, that, so when that righteous person hears that somebody else is having a bad dream about him, uh, he will improve his ways. But he won't himself have a bad dream. So does this mean he has a good dream? But we just said evil, good people don't have good dreams. But if he doesn't, uh, seems, it seems to me that he doesn't see negative dreams, uh, it sounds like it's, uh, it's, is it really an advantage to him that he doesn't uh, see himself negative dreams? We see another source, Rabbi Zira said, Rabbi Zira, Alan Shiva Yamin Bilokalum, somebody that sleeps for seven days without having a dream. Nikar It's a bad thing. shneemar as it says, the Savaya Yalin Bauyapakadra. He will rest sated and not be visited with evil. That's what it literally translates it. Al Tikra Savaya, don't read it as Savaya sated. Ella Sheva, rather seven. So you learn it, the sheva Yalin, he'll sleep for seven nights your pocket without having a dream, that is bad. Um, so why? It's basically saying that if you do not have dreams, uh, it shows almost that Hashem's ignoring you. He's not trying to send you a message in your sleep, uh, which is when we open to these types of spiritual messages. Um, and yet, and no, nothing's coming through. So maybe Hashem's given up on me. God forbid. So, but what you see from here, that you, it's important to dream, so we said that a righteous person doesn't dream bad things, uh, other people dream bad things about him, and he doesn't dream good things, so what does he do, it says he has to dream, he does see dreams, um, and he actually sees positive dreams, but when he wakes up, he doesn't know what he's seen, so he definitely knows he's dreamt, and Hashem's Uh, involved in his life, you know, and he's got maybe subconscious messages. But nevertheless, he doesn't go through the discomfort of having a bad dream or the complacency possible from good dreams. Okay, Um, uh, what if you feel troubled by a dream? What should you do? If you see a dream, and you are very distressed about it. Yeilech You must go and get it interpreted for the good in front of three people. And then this is what you should do. Yiftarenu, uh, and so the Gemara says, you what? You get it interpreted. That's not a good thing to get it interpreted. Vama, chista chelma A letter, a dream that hasn't been interpreted, is like an unopened letter. So don't open it. Don't get it interpreted by anybody and then it will be fine. So what does it actually mean? <laughs> if, you have a bear, if you're distressed by your dream, so don't get it interpreted, but rather almost do uh, which is making your dream good or removing any negative message from your dream. Um, improve on your dream uh, before three people. Uh, how do you do this? let him bring three people and say to them, I've seen a good dream. Now you don't want to say you've had a bad dream, even though you have, but you just want to use a euphemism. And let these say to you, it is good, and may it be good, the dream. Transform it for the better. Transform it for the better. May it be decreed upon you seven times from heaven that it be good, and may it indeed be good. So there's a lot of positive reinforcement of saying that it is a good. It's going to be a good dream, and it's a, and even though it may sound bad, it's it's a good uh, portent. And then you keep on going and you say some psukim, and you say three psukim that involve transformation, like. Uh, changing, going from bad to good. And three verses of redemption. And three verses of peace. So that's what we want. We want it to uh, to change for the good. We want it to be redeemed, to remove the, the discomfort and bring uh, salvation rather than pain. And three, psukim uh, of peace, because we want a person to have shalom, uh, to peace and uh, um, Calmness. Shalosh shafuchot. The psstri psukim we recite. Rachti mislidi l'makhali Lama Khali. That you have transformed my lament, my sadness, into dancing for me. Petachta shakiv tzenusimcha. The pasuk continues, my sackcloth and girded me with gladness." It is Mach butul The second is, then the maiden shall rejoice with dance. And v'churim uzkenim yachta. And the uh, old men and young men and old men will dance together and their mourning will be transformed into joy. Second Pasuk. al Bilam in this week's Pasha it says that uh, Hashem uh, Hashem was unwilling to listen to Bilam and he transformed uh, the curse that Bilam made into a brocha So that's the third Pasuk. So we see Three Psukim of transformation of good and in bad into good. Shalosh Padu is three psukim of redemption. Mikravli He redeemed my soul in peace from battles against me. Second Pasuk is then the redeemed of God will return, etc. And come to Zion with song and everlasting joy. So it refers to redemption. Yamut um, Asher, Asa, HaYeshua. And the third pasuk is, but the people said to so Saul, shall Yonatan die, who has achieved this great salvation for Israel, and it continues and uh, re- describes how uh, the people redeemed Jonathan and he didn't die. So again, another description of redemption. Shalom, three psukim of peace. I will create a new speech of the lips. Shalom, shalom, le-rachayk Peace, peace, far, for far and near. Amar Hashem urufativ. I will heal. I will heal Israel. Baruch le et amashai ve And the second pasuk is a spirit come upon Amishai and etc. etc. and it talks about peace, peace, unto you and peace and to those who assist you. V'amartem koilechi. Uh, and the third pasuk says, and say to him, such successful life, peace be upon you, and peace be upon your household, etc. So again, three psukim that talk about peace, and those, that's what you do, you go to three, you bring up like a bait in three people, you say, uh, they, you tell them about your bad, your bad dream, but you say it in the good way, they tell you it should be good, and they say uh, it's basically nine psukim, three talking about um, transformation of bad to good, three psukim about redemption, and three psukim about peace. Okay. Um, uh, now these three amoraim um, were sitting together, and they said to one another, Let each of us teach one of us teach something new to each other that we've never heard before. And that way, we all get to go out, come out with, you know, two different, two different, two new things uh, that we never knew before. Uh, and this is going to be connected, the first one's connected to um, dreams. Uh, one of them began discussing and saying, Hi mind the Somebody sees a dream. but he doesn't know what he saw. He feels uncomfortable from the dream. Kame He should go before the Khanim de die when they spreading out their hands. That's when they're doing Birk Khanim. and they should say like this. now I'm, I'm a coin. So I sing in 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 the diaspora. I say, I, 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 am doing that. I, while I'm doing that, I've, I've, apparently there's this uh, special prayer, and we're going to list it here, that a person says to remove any bad, uh, any effect of bad dreams. Now, Sphodim don't do this, and those in Israel don't do this. Um, I guess it's difficult if you took in every single day to, to say, to, to make it so lengthy, but I think, I heard that uh every yontif when we when we do it ayayas so by then you've had and you've probably had a bad dream and then it's worth uh uh, uh removing or uh, removing the negative effect of the dream. So this is what one says, while the Qa'im Masingin Ayayah. Ribone Shaloila Master Universe Anisha Shalach Machal Mata Shalak I'm yours and my dreams are yours. Halom di I have a dream. I've dreamt to dream. And I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what the meaning of it is. Whether I dreamt about myself. Whether my friends have dreamt about me. Or whether I've dreamt about others. If they are dreams that are good ones. Strengthen them and fortify them. Let them come. Let the goodness come out. Like the dreams of Yosef, whose dreams were positive dreams. And they were realized, and um, and eventually they were fulfilled. And let it, let it be. But if they need healing, so they 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 suggest something negative. Heal them like you healed the waters of Marah. how these bitter waters became sweet. a Miriam or you healed Miriam from her terrace Again, something. Healing something bad into something good like you healed from his sickness and like you healed the waters of Jericho through Elisha and again this week's parasha and you transformed the curse of the wicked into blessing so too you should transform all my dreams for the good and you finish it together with the, when the with the, kohanim, the anitsibura amen, when the community says amen for the brokha of the koanim, you say, you time it so that the people also say amen for your rep, uh, request to Hashem to make the dreams turn out right. Um, the eloy now what if you don't have enough time? Uh, for for the because by the time you finish that whole long prayer, the kohenim are long finished. Leimahachi, you should say this: Adir b'morim shochen mighty one and how it dwells in power. atashalam shalom shalom. You are peace, and your name is peace. Here at shalom. May it be a war. As you place on us peace, that's another a shorter request that the the discomfort that you feel from these dreams should uh, be peaceful, should be removed. So that was the first statement of these three Amoraim sitting together. He taught them a new rule. Another Amora opened and said, Another If you travel into a city, bisha, and you're afraid of encountering the evil eye, You should hold your, your right thumb. Of your right hand and place it yada in your left hand yada in your thumb of your left hand the yada and place your that thumb into your right hand and you say the following so this is some type of I don't know mystical spiritual way of, of protecting yourself against the Ayn hara I'm so and so you mention your name. Mazarat de Yosef Katina. I come from Yosef, from the progeny of Yosef. Uh, and I saw that we all come from the progeny of Yosef because Yosef was a Tzaddik Yusod Olam. He was a, a Tzaddik who was a foundation of the world. He saved the world. He fed the world. And in, through that, we, we all owe our existence to him. Um, and therefore, in a sense, we are his children. It's like uh, somebody who brings up a, uh, an orphan in one's home that orphan, some in certain ways, becomes the child of that, uh, of that person, and uh, it's as if that person brought him up, and it's his child, even though biologically he's not his child. Um, so it says, so this is what you do when you walk into this city, you, you put your thumb into your other hand, um, and you say that I'm from Yosef, and about Yosef it says that the evil didn't, have a control of him. Shnei uh, says, Ben Parat Yosef, a charming son, is Yosef. Ben Parat Alein, with Goymer, uh, it says, ayin. And this means that he's charming Alei to the A. I'll take Don't read, don't say the words ayin, Ela Ayin, that he overcame the A. He, o, Yosef overcame the evil A. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Hanina Marmeach, another pasuk that shows you how Yosef was, uh, overcame the evil eye. It says that may the children of Yosef proliferate abundantly like the fish within the land. Just as it is true of the fish of the sea, that waters cover them. But the, and, and the evil eye doesn't affect them because the waters cover them. And that's referring to the children of Yosef. Yosef, so to the Yosef, the evil eye doesn't have control over them. and this is why you refer yourself to the being a child of Yosef. delay. And if a person's fear is that he will still that he will be affected by the evil eye of others, so dachil Not that he's afraid of other people's eyes, but he's afraid of his own evil eye and the effect that he'll have on them, lechazayatarfa <speaking in Hebrew> dismalay. He should point to the wall of his left nostril. I'm not sure what that means. Okay, but that's how you... Some, I, guess, I guess what that maybe means is don't look at people. Kind of uh, try not have a look at them. Look rather downwards at your left nostril. Third, and just to finish off this dialogue between these three, amoraim. Another uh, of the Amarim began and gave uh, Kiddush, somebody who is ill, he mustn't tell everybody he's unwell on the first day, because he doesn't want to make it worse. Maybe by revealing something bad about himself, um, his enemy, the, the Satan, will, will utilize that, so to speak, and make things worse for him. Um, it's like uh, if you reveal bad news and your enemies are, are happy about such bad news early on, maybe then uh, it can make it even worse. But after a day, he can reveal it because then the illness has already set in and uh, then hopefully people will, there's no problem of, uh, of it getting worse in the sense of an evil eye or from the Satan, but people will start davening for him. And as here an incident about this. Kiha the Rava. This is what happened with Rava on an occasion. Kiha Khalish when Rava would take ill. Yoimakamal lo megalei. On the first day he fell ill, he didn't reveal it. Mikan veaylech. From here onwards, amalei l'shamayi. He said to his servant, Puk achre is Rava Khalash. Go out and announce that Rava is ill. Man derachim Who who is somebody who likes me? Lebo elarachmi. He will daven for me. Uman uh, de sani and one who hates me li let them take joy over me and my predicament. It says that you shall not be a joyous over the fall of your enemy. And when he stumbles, let you you shouldn't be joyous about your enemy stumbling. Because if you do, Hashem will see it. And it is be displeasing in his eyes. Veshuv, my love, upon he'll remove, he'll move the anger that he has to your enemy and place it on you um, for being joyous about uh, his fall. And that's what Ravah says is that um, if uh, those people that will doven for me great, those people that would want my downfall, um, hopefully the anger, Hashem's anger that is afflicting me and making me sick will be moved away from me and go rather onto them. Okay. We'll stop here, but the and the Gomorrah continues with more on dreams.